Welcome back to the Morning Kick podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Good morning, Kicksters. Welcome back to Thursday morning here at Excite Media's The Morning Kick. Looking forward to talking to you about some more inspiration next week. But today we have the privilege of talking to one of our clients, in fact, two of the clients from one of our clients. And that's because we were able to welcome, especially to the show, it's going to be Alana and Phil. Thanks very much for joining us, guys. Let's bring them in. And there we go. We had to squeeze you both into the same room in those big, luxurious, comfy chairs. How are you doing this morning? Yeah, we're good. We've got the big chairs trying to social distance a little bit here, um, being stuck yeah. in the same office, but we're doing well. I think that one and a half metres between armchairs might be a little bit difficult, but I appreciate everything you're doing to stay on the morning pick. And uh, you've got that morning glow coming in, Alana. Um, now, you guys are on the north side of Brisbane. Give us a, an idea of where we find the Out and About Healthcare team, because that's who we're talking to this morning here on The Morning Kick. Some clients of ours who deal in the mobility scooter area, we're going to dig into that deeply. But where can we find you, Alana? Yeah, so we're located in Deception Bay, and we've got the three large warehouses here, so we're fully set up. Um, this is what we call our headquarters, and then we've got a state office over in Perth. But at the moment, we're predominantly operating out of Bris uh, North Brisbane in Deception Bay. And Out and About Healthcare have been around for some time working in this space. They're considered specialists in the mobility scooter arena, understand that you can help people right across Australia. But tell me, how did it all begin? Um, you don't kind of grow overnight. What was the foundations of the business? So the foundation, um, Stephen Dyer started the business around about 14, coming on 15 years ago. Um, Steve was a chaplain for Blue Care at the time, so naturally working in the, uh, with the elderly demographic. Um, and he, he wanted to branch out a bit and create a, um, a path of his own where he could help people in a different way. So um, they took a, uh, took a risk, rolled the dice, and um, they started their own little business in uh, Caboolture. So they started off just the two of them in a really small little showroom over in Caboolture on King Street. And from there, it's just Skyrocketed, as Alana mentioned, we've got our three warehouses in Brisbane now, another warehouse over in Perth, and agents around the states as well. It's amazing when you think about it. Um, 14 years can seem a long time, and at the same time, when you go from those two people to, you've got quite a team. Is it about 25, 30 staff now, or is it more than that? Yeah, we're about 25, 30 staff strong now. Um, and it's been really interesting because you look through the staff and you see everyone's come from different areas. So we've got, I'm an ex-police officer myself, we've got teachers, um, engineers, uni students that have uh, stopped studying to come join us. So a little bit of everything come together. So it used to be Steve and Di now, very, very diverse mix of people. 
And, and I guess it's more than actually just selling mobility scooters. I mean, we can look at it as just being a motorized bar stool on wheels that's got to have a battery and it's got to get you to where you want to go. But I understand that um, the, the emphasis is actually in giving people freedom, being able to actually allow them to get out of their house. Um, that must be very empowering in terms of talking to clients and dealing with the situation. Yeah, I actually, I was um, talking to a customer the other day, uh, an older man from New Zealand, and he said that um, when we got his mobility scooter through us, he um, his granddaughter lives with him and he used to have to send her out um, to go to the shops and he couldn't go with her. She'd have to bring home a shopping trolley and, you know, like she was predominantly acting, a 13-year-old was acting as an adult because he just couldn't get out with her. Um, and he said that since then, he actually will go for walks with her on, on his scooter. He goes to the shops. He's able to do everything that he was kind of part like asking her to do for him. He can now do himself. And she's kind of able to sort of resume that role as, a, you know, a very young teenager and as his granddaughter instead of his caregiver, which is, yeah, it was a really good story. I, I know that you guys have a support team as well, that you look after the scooters, have the, the spare parts and all that that goes with it. And I understand there's a lot of cheap solutions that, that have come on the market. But if you're the person that is um, housebound or with physical issues in terms of that, you don't want something that's going to break down. So you guys concentrate on quality. How do you back that up? So what we've focused on, as you, as you pointed out, what we're selling, we're essentially selling people a way to move legs almost, you know? Um, so with, with um, electronics, there's always going to be possibilities and we want to help if someone's losing their scooter, if it does break down or anything like that, the way we look at it is they've possibly lost their legs, lost their ability to move. Um, so we've started with our few different departments. So we've got our admin team, our sales team, our technicians, and our parts as well on top of that. That way they're able to be called out Monday to Friday, helping out however we can. If we do need to, it doesn't matter where someone is in Australia, we'll then outsource work and they can get in touch with someone to get the best resolution for the customer. That way we can reach them anywhere. Yeah. I think, I was gonna say, you know, I think we've had 14 years too, like there's a lot of trust in that, mm, where, you yeah. know, we're honoring warranties, we're, you know, really looking out for customers. And we've, we've got customers that were with us from year one and they're still with us, you know, buying the new scooters when it's time and everything like that. Um, so I think just that level of support to knowing that we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Absolutely. What blows me away is how many options there are. It's kind of like going to buy a new car that, you know, you can pick colors, you can pick sizes, all the different things that are there. We'll have a look at the Out and About Healthcare website very shortly, but let's have a talk about how you guys have been dealing with COVID because um, work doesn't stop. Clients still need to get about. Yes, there's been lockdown, but people are kind of venturing out. How's business been for you over this time? Yeah, business has been really interesting. I don't, we're no special snowflake cakes here. We're no different to any other business. Where COVID hit and we went, how do we, how do we deal with it? What do we have to do? Um, we're in an industry where we can't really shut down. But as you pointed out, if a scooter breaks down, we can't all be on four weeks holiday because someone can't go without product for four weeks. Um, otherwise, they're back to square one there. Um, Ours was really interesting because you hear a lot of businesses and they're located in New South Wales or Sydney or Queensland. And
and each state has their own different rules and regulations and how they're dealing with COVID. And we're, we're Australia-wide, we also sell over in New Zealand as well. So we kind of took everyone in the basket there and went Australia-wide, New Zealand-wide, what do we have to do? We've had to keep the offices open. Um, we've blessed that we've got the three large warehouses. So we were able to move all the staff around, keep everyone at safe distance from each other. That way we could keep operating, but yeah, We've um, we've gone like everyone else, COVID hit and everything, every you know, spiraled down a bit. Everyone got a bit freaked out, and then everything started to settle. So business has really been picking up again. Yeah, in a moment, we're going to have a look at a um, a video that you've put together to um, help people understand this offer of virtual demonstrations. Now, this is a great idea, great initiative. Where did it come about? Where was the idea birthed from, and did you have to change much to actually put it in place? Uh, so I can be a bit of a negative Nelly, I guess. Um, so when um, sort of the news started coming out that COVID's happening overseas and China's locked down and all of that months and months ago before it really affected Australia, I sort of got into panic mode and I'm like, guys, what's going to happen? You know, it's going to hit us. What's, you know, what's our plan? Um, and then I said, we need to find a way where we can show people that we're an authentic business, obviously, but also show them that um, like the ins and outs of their product so that they can see the suspension in their scooters. They can be able to sort of make a really informed decision. Um, so yeah, I said, let's start with this virtual demos. Um, and, and everyone, I guess, in the team sort of had some ideas and threw out some Absolutely. ideas of, of what it would look like and what the equipment would look like. And it's, it's something where, um, you know, I guess COVID hit us a lot faster than was anticipated. Mm. Um, and, you know, it kind of uh, seemed to go a bit crazy over here for business. So we ran with an idea um, with what we could get. We actually, we were trying to buy webcams online to start it. And everywhere was sold out. And so we've kind of, um, and you'll see in the video where, that you show next, it's kind of been a bit of patchwork at the moment, but we're really investing in equipment so that we can um, take it to the next level. It's, also it's been a crazy time. Webcams got to the point they're as scarce as bread makers. I have at home a 12 kilogram bag of flour sitting on the kitchen bench, still four months later waiting for my bread maker to arrive. So I know exactly what you mean with webcams. <laughs> but coming back to um, getting things set up, um, how did the staff respond? Because I can imagine there are some that thought, I can talk to a person, but talking to a camera and were you tossing coins as to who was going to do that? Yeah, staff responded really well. They've got a really good focus of it. The customer comes first, essentially. So with being customer focused, it can be a little bit awkward talking on a camera, but with that in the back of the mindset, they've gone, it's for the customer, it's for the customer. Everyone's jumped on board really, really well. It took a few runs and naturally all of our first interviews would have been a little bit rough and awkward, um, but they got on board really, really well The customers. We've got customers up to 100 years old on their phones now trying to um, try and do a, uh, a Zoom meeting with us. So that's really good. We've jumped on board and the customers have jumped on board as well. Everyone's embracing technology and embracing the change. I think, I think the big thing that really helped the staff was 
seeing how eager the customers were mm. and they gave us a lot of grace you know when technology failed or we organized a zoom meeting with a customer or an ot or whatever and soon decided at that moment that it needed to update um you know everyone's been really calm and given us so much grace with this so i think that's been one of the massive things that's really encouraged the team absolutely it's really good when um, both the customer and yourselves come together and find a solution. Let's take a moment and have a look at the video that was created. Out and About Healthcare has revolutionized the mobility industry, and now we're bringing virtual demonstrations to the comfort of your own home. Ask questions and inspect the product as though you were in the showroom. We're transforming your experience and building a stronger future. Book your virtual demo today. We can't wait to meet you. It was a really great idea, and it's good to hear that there's been um, a great response coming from the clients, obviously, as well. Tell me about um, the way in which people are actually engaging with the demonstration, because you talk to two different people. You talk to the people that actually need the scooter, but you also talk to carers, family members, etc. So are they getting together or is just one or two people coming to do these virtual demos? So what's been happening is it's a case by case, depending on the customer and what their situation is. A lot of the time it's just the um, out and about team talking to the customer. Um, but then we do a lot of government work as well, which requires um, occupational therapists to be present. But with COVID, when it was at its absolute high here and we all went into lockdown, we had um, three people logging onto a computer screen at once. We had the out and about team talking to the customer. And then on the shared screen as well, the OT was also in their office or in their home as well. Um, so again, the grace of the customers and the OTs and everyone giving us that grace as we get going and uh, iron out the crinkles, it's been able to get us on time with the customer as well as we as carers, occupational therapists, anyone else that's needed as well. We've also, um, as you know, on Zoom, you can uh, record uh, a meeting or whatever. So a uh, number of times the OT has said, you know, and with the mm. client's permission has said, okay, can you record this? Um, if, if they're not able to be present or whatever, or they just want the footage to review later, can you record this and send it to us? So we've had that happen a few times. Um, yeah, we have, yeah, we have at times had to revert back to the very lowest option, which was calling people via uh, Facebook <laughs> because, you know, they couldn't get onto Zoom um, and nothing else was working. So we just, we just called them on Facebook. There's always an option. Let's have a very quick look at the Out and About Healthcare website. Let's bring that up here. So if you do want to check out the range and what a range the team have, go to outandabouthealthcare.com.au. You'll be able to have a look and you'll see that blue bar talking about COVID-19, but also going through to the book a demo page, which actually has information about the virtual demos. So there you go. And you'll be able to look at the video again and be able to find out more information, choosing times, etc. there. Now, can you tell me about the range, Phil? Um, sometimes I look at a range of things and I don't know where to start. Uh, what do you advise clients when they're first looking for their first scooter and, and what might work for them? Is it simply a case of the red one or the blue one? Uh, look, it, it used to be a case of the red one and the blue one. When the uh, mobility scooters first came out, that's what it was. There was a few different options and you had about three or four options to choose from, nice and easy. Um, but as you pointed out, now it's kind of like a car industry. 
Do you want the red one? Do you want the blue one? Do you want it to auto-fold the turbo, the racing stripes up the side? What do you need? Now, Let's when you, the racing when, stripes. Yeah, <laughs> when a customer is looking at a scooter, we, we always say the best thing to do is to talk to someone. Have a chat to us because you can sit there online. Shopping online is really, really easy, but it's also really, really easy to make a mistake. Um, pictures look pretty and sometimes the communication breaks down there, which is why we want to talk to people, listen to their story, because when it comes down to what you choose for, what, what's going to be suitable for you is what's your situation. Um, we live in a world where no two people are, people are the same now. Um, we've got things from your little portable scooter that'll get you around the house to your big beach um, wheelchairs that'll get you through the soft sand um, and anything in between. I think we've got about 100 different products in our showroom at the moment. So going in and picking something off the shoulder isn't always the best idea. Um, we always like the easiest way to do it is to ask around and get some advice. So there's always going to be someone that knows more that can help out. When somebody's coming in for the first time and maybe they don't know what questions they should be asking, can you think of some of the, the, the first questions your team go through that I should be prepared to answer that would help you select a scooter for me? Yeah, first question we ask is, would you like a cup of coffee? Because it's going to be a really good <laughs> deal. So we like to get everyone caffeinated and um, sharp. Uh, the customers, sometimes the customers will know exactly what they want and we also, at times, have no idea. We come in and we go, I need something. What do you need? No idea. I just need something. Um, so our team's trained. The first question we ask is things like, what are you looking to achieve? Because um, as I've said, some customers, their aim is, I want to go on the beach. Some customers' aim right. is, I want to take it on cruises. A big beach wheelchair isn't going to go too well on the cruise ship. The staff aren't going to be too happy about that. Um, so we like to gauge the customer situation, what they're looking to achieve, um, and that really helps us, gives a foundation to help the customers. And once we start asking questions like that, it kind of gets the ball rolling with the customer. They go, oh, I've thought about that. What about, this is also what I like to do. I can imagine there's a few clients who are thinking about this. If I could just go to the shops once a week, that would be all I want. But once they get their hands on that steering wheel and start revving up the engine of their new scooter, they may actually use it more than they anticipated. It's like buying a car. A lot of people buy a car because they need to get to work. All of a sudden the weekend comes and I'm not sitting at home on the weekend. I'm now taking that car up the coast, going to visit family, doing this and that. A scooter is no different. We'll sell a scooter. You know, someone will get a scooter and they'll have a plan this big. And then once they've got it, all of a sudden that plan, I've not got the window big enough for this. That's how big their plans are. Um, but it just spirals out of control for them with the possibilities and they're not limited anymore. Well, I'd like to say thanks, guys, for coming on The Morning Kick. It's a great story about about healthcare. And I know that um, starting off with Stephen's work with Blue Care and that kind of pastoral care for people is coming to your business. And you're doing really well during COVID by adapting and getting your team on board as well. So congratulations. Uh, look forward to getting another update from the Out and About Healthcare team in the future. And keep us posted with more of your innovations and how you overcome, overcome those Zoom issues from time to time. Absolutely. Thanks, Andrew.
Or wasn't that brilliant, just getting a sense of how a business has not only kind of adjusted and worked through what's happening in COVID, but also put in place new innovations that they can use in the future. And when you consider how big Australia is, just being able to do these virtual demonstrations because of the distance issues that we deal with, I'm sure it's going to be great for out and about healthcare in the future. Thanks for joining us on The Morning Kick. We'll be back next Tuesday and Thursday. We'll see you then.